You are listening to Loving Life with Sha on Christian Voice Radio. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another show of Loving Life with Sha. And I am your host, Shai. This show is to educate, empower, and motivate women to be the best version of themselves. I hope all is well with everyone. I hope you're doing great on this amazing day. Let's get into it. Today, we're going to be discussing building or rebuilding a healthy self-focus. What do you mean, Shai? What, what, what do you mean? We need to get into the habit and back or back into the habit of doing things for us, taking care of ourselves. Ladies, you know, we are wives, we're mothers, we're aunties, we're sisters, we're friends, we're daughters. And with our obligations and our responsibilities, it is very easy to get caught up into attending to everyone else. And our needs, likes, preferences get pushed to the back burner. And we really don't take time to deal with that and and sit with that and be with that. So today, we're going to talk about ways that we can rebuild or build a healthy self-focus. Are you ready? Awesome. Let's go. First thing we can do is to fall back in love with our own favorite things. This is a very, very, um, what's the word? It is a very special, I'll use the word special, special thing for us to do in this time we live in. We have been shifted so much with the ways of the world and things that's going on. We've also had to shift over the years with having children, having a husband, being a caregiver and things that we just really haven't set with the things that we really love, we really like, we the things that we really prefer. So falling back in love with your own favorites is great. If that could be anything from just sitting and reading a book without interruptions, that could just be a, a bath, like a, a, a tub bath, just sitting in a tub with your book. That could be going to the park, taking a walk on a nature trail. That could be hanging with your friends, having a night out with the girls. If you're a social butterfly like myself, that is a very ideal thing for me to be around the people that I love my girls. Because when we get together, it is nothing but a good time. Any activities that you used to do that brings you joy, that you love, that's your favorite? Skating, bowling is one of my favorite things I like to do that I really haven't had a chance to do much of, but that is one of my favorites. Just singing. Honey, get in the mirror with a brush, hold that handle, and go for it. That is so me. I love to do that. If it's just singing along with, with, with the music, taking a ride, take a drive, anything that brings you happiness and you joy, that is something that we should really get back into doing. We should really get back into doing. 
How about schooling yourself? How about getting informed? Learning a new skill. We talked about that before. Learning a new skill and doing that can um, improve like brain capacity and bring you some happiness. It can build your confidence back. You can really start to be more confident in yourself when you're doing things to educate yourself or learning something new. It's so important that we're always learning. We're supposed to be evolving. So in doing that, learn something new. Get more information that you didn't know before. Listen to podcasts. Do video. Listen to videos on something that, just something that maybe you have a curiosity in. Something that you want to know. Just, I just want to know. Ask the question. Put it in Google and you'll be surprised what you get. How about then this one here, this, this right here is going to be hmm, a challenge, I should say. So let's uncover and, and confront our fears. Listen, this one will be a challenge. Through this whole pandemic, there has been a whole lot of anxiety, a lot of uncertainty, a lot of unknowns that we just don't know. We've had to do things, of course, we've never had to do. I know in my lifetime, I've never had to quarantine. I know in my lifetime, I've never had to be shut off from my family. Um, the traveling had really went to nothing. I did. I don't travel right now. So there have been, been things that we just had to endure and encounter that we haven't done before in our lifetime. But there's also things that we had to do, we, what we may be just fearful of. In general, I know for myself, I used to have a fear of, of flying. And the reason was because I had a cousin who was supposed to take a flight and he was late for the flight and the flight went down in the Atlantic. This was ooh, some many years ago. But I remember that and I was like, that's it. I'm not flying. I'm good. I'm not doing that. But I had to eventually do it because of somewhere I wanted to go for a business trip. And I was, I couldn't, I mean, I wasn't going to drive. It would have been over 20 plus hours. So I had to face my fear of flying. And honey, it was the most <laughs> adventurous field experience. It was full of anxiety. It was full of uncertainty. And I sure did not know. But I did it. I did it scared. I did it afraid, and I, eventually I got through it. I had support with me to talk me through this thing. They were experienced flyers, but I wasn't, and I was just so upset. And I wasn't, I mean, not upset, but afraid, and when we hit the turbulence in the air, oh, my goodness, I was about to lose all my marbles, and then the person who was with me said, just think about it as bumps in the road. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay, well, since you said that, oh my goodness, that makes sense. So, I faced the fear that turbulence was scary very much, but I was calm once I had a different perspective of it. So, facing your fears sometimes could just be make it easier to face when you can just shift your, your thinking about it, shift the perspective. When I thought about it as a bump in a road, 
I kind of calmed down because, yes, you are in the air, but there is almost like a road in the air. There's a certain way to travel. There's a, you know, a, a way and um distance and, you know, things that you would do pretty much down on a road, a physical road, than you do in the air. I'm like, okay, good. So that helped me to really calm down and to think about it in a different way. And then the fear was gone. So facing your fears could just be shifting your perspective of it. And that could be whatever it is. If you have a fear of flying, baby, it's okay. Just think about it as um, waves in the sky or roads in the sky. When you hit the turbulence, just think of it as bumps in the road. That really, really helped me. That really helped me a great deal. Your fear could be driving. I have people that I know that I fear. I have a fear of driving. Now, they, now, let me just backtrack a little bit because having a fear of something comes from somewhere. Mine was because of experience that my cousin had. And I just like, no, I think I'm going to stay away from that because I don't ever want to... I don't want my plane to go down and he could have been on that plane. And we know we reason with all the, with all the things that could have happened. You could have a fear of driving and it could be because of maybe an accident that you saw, maybe someone you knew, or just because you don't, haven't done it before. Some things we just haven't done and tackled for reasons as well. So it's important to really just Face your fears. And that fear could really be holding you up from something that you really, really need. It's amazing. But you can definitely be held up from a fear. That fear could keep you from your next level. That fear could keep you from having something that you really, really need. You know? So just really focus on a fear that you need to face to move on to your next level in life. Okay. The next one is to be go outside a little bit more. Go outside just a little bit more. You know, the sun is our friend. The sun is our friend. It gives us energy. We make vitamin D with it. And it's really, really good for us. So going, the witches can go back to that nature trail um, example or idea when it comes to one of your favorites. It is really good to be out there and it will help you to lower stress levels. It contributes to the emotional well-being. So it's really good to kind of get outside. And, you know, we've been quarantined for almost two years now, some of us, and haven't been out. I know some people who haven't been out at all. So it's very important and beneficial, is healthy to get outdoors, to get outside. Definitely do that. Next, journal. Journaling will help you refocus. It will help you rebuild or build a healthy focus for yourself. Write out your feelings. It is, it is, you, you never know really what's happening until you write. Writing is a very, very unique piece that I believe really helps one to get in touch with them, with their feelings, in touch with their emotions, and really can be honest and may say things in writing that you may not say or feel comfortable saying outward or to someone. But writing will help you express those feelings, those 
deep emotions that you may not be able or want to or feel you can express to another person. Journaling is a great, great tool. And it's really getting those feelings out of your head and getting it on paper. And then you can also go back to dates. It's important when you, you know, to journal, you're dating it and then go back. And it gives you a a way to measure where you were on this date and this year versus the next year, this date and time previously. And then you can, uh, it'll help you measure your growth or see how things have changed or have they gotten better? What did you do? How did you come through something? Where you are mentally and emotionally now versus back then? So journaling does a lot, a lot. Journaling is a very, very good thing. You can see your progress. The next is meditate. One of my favorite things to do. Meditation is really a way for you to de-stress is one of the things that I use meditation for. And it's really about getting in touch with yourself, getting centered, I, I say, centered and grounded to be more in tune to yourself. And there's a lot of ways you can meditate. I kind of won't get into a lot of them, but it doesn't take a lot of time, but you can Google meditation um, tactics, med- meditation um, skills, meditation music, you know, how to do it. It's an awesome, awesome thing. And you get to sit with your own thoughts, get to hear yourself breathe, just in tune to you, how you're feeling, what's going on in the in your body, all of that. Meditation will do that for you. It will help you sleep better be more productive, and just be aware of you. Be aware of how you do things, how you talk, how you respond, how aware you are of you in situations and and just in your everyday walk. It is a great thing to do to stay in touch with yourself. Let's talk about maximizing our self-care. Now, self-care is a very, very broad term. And it, but it's really specific to the individual. So self-care is about you. It's not about the kids, the husband, the caregiving of your parents or whatever, co-workers, friends. No, it's strictly about you. It is taking care of yourself, recharges you. It's like recharging batteries. So it, it, it recharges you and it helps you celebrate your authentic self because you are wonderful. You are magnificent. You are brilliant. And that needs to be charged and exemplified through you every single day. And you do that by doing the things that make you feel good, doing the things to take care of you, doing the things that make you feel all brilliant, intelligent, smart, magnificent. Everything that does, it makes you feel. Do those things. That is so important. If you like getting your hair done. You like getting your nails done. You like getting your toes done. You like to dress a certain way. You like to carry a certain bag or a brand. Do that because your confidence level depends upon how you take care of yourself and how you present yourself tells people how you, how well you take care of yourself or the lack of taking care of yourself. So it's more, it's really, really important that you do that. And it's more beneficial 
for you to take that time to take care of yourself. It helps you to make good decisions. It helps you to think clearly. It helps you to be more accurate. Self-care is everything. Please take more care of yourselves. So in actuality, what we've been talking about, if you are just tuning in, I am talking about rebuilding a self-focus, getting back to the things that you like, you love, what makes you happy, what gives you joy without interruption, without other people being considered, not on a selfish level, but just being on, just taking that time to focus on you strictly, focusing on you strictly. So, so far, we have talked about getting educated in something. We have talked about falling back in love with your favorite thing, activities. We've talked about uncovering and confronting your fear. We've also talked about being more outside. We've talked about journaling. It's an awesome idea to do. We also talked about meditation. Okay. And we've talked about maximizing your self-care, ramping up that self-care, whatever that may be. Massages. That's a great way. (laughs) That's a great way. And I know we think of massage. We think of, you know, the rubbing and, and moving and toxins and things out about it. But I'm telling you, it is the most relaxing, rejuvenating thing to do. And it's really not expensive. Um, these days, getting a massage really isn't expensive. Even if you do 30 minutes to an hour, it's really, really not. Let's talk about self-compassion. Let's talk about how we view ourselves. Let's talk about what do we say to ourselves. Let's talk about words of affirmation, but to us. Saying those Gentle words to ourselves, not being so hard or punishing ourselves or calling ourselves, you're stupid. Oh my God, you did something. You're dumb. No, 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 no. You may have done something that wasn't good or dumb or stupid, but you're you're not. That's not you. Start doing self-compassion. Practice that. Saying things, I am, I am, I am. And you put whatever on the word on the end, but it needs to be words of compassion, words of positivity words to uplift you, words to empower you, and words to motivate you. Nothing negative. Negative is always present, but it seems that positive takes is a chore to do. No, negativity needs to be the chore. Positivity needs to be what we are, what we walk in, what we think, how we talk, how we walk, how we decide on things, how we our, our perspective on things needs to be in a positive way so we can get positive results. Absolutely. So it's very important to remember you. It's very important to take time to get out of your daily monotony with all the other hats that we wear and take time to focus on yourself. Make it a priority. Make yourself a priority, not in a selfish manner, but in a manner to where you can be recharged, you can be fulfilled, refilled to then go out and put on all our hats and all our responsibilities and do them well. And do them well. And what this does overall, and I'm just going to put it out there. When you take care of yourself, you show people 
that you do this. And people will look at this and not treat you in a negative way. This is an experience that I have had in my life. When I walk up and I am positive and I don't, I speak highly of me, not in a conceited manner, but because of the way I want to be presented and I want to present myself, you ward off those that may have some negative things to say. You be so positive that that radiates and it spreads. And when people begin to kind of say something negative, they will either automatically change it or they will go away from you because we are light and light covers darkness and it uncovers darkness, things in the dark. So you want to be that light. Let it shine bright. Don't let anyone dim your light. So when, as we are light, we light because we take care of ourselves. That's how you are light. The confidence that it brings, the positivity that it brings, the intelligence that it shares, the magnificent, the brilliance, all these things, all these positive things shine off of us in the world and to other people around us. So you, you can change your whole atmosphere by your presence. But that presence need to display self-care, self-compassion. I do what I need to do for me. And I expect the same from other people. Not what you're doing, but people should respect you and treat you as such. That is what I have for today. I hope you have gained something from this today. This is empowering. This is to motivate you to take care of yourselves in the manner in which you like. Get back to your favorites. Go outside. Meditate. Get back centered with oneself. Make healthy decisions. Excuse me. Make better choices for yourself. Educate yourself in something. Do that maximum care where you're actually doing what you need to do for you. It has been another great episode here. Thank you for tuning in to Loving Life with Shy. I am your host, Shy. And always, y'all, be good to yourself. You are the light that shines and you are the light that can change and whole atmosphere. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I will see you next time. Always peace and love. Y'all have a great day.